All right, all right, all right. Okay, no, I'm not gonna do that. But all right, oh, we're my back. <laughs> that was. Oh, we're gonna cool. edit that out, right? Yeah. Good job. All right, we're back for hour number two. Mm-hmm. You just uh, heard uh, the wonderful interview we had. Thanks again to Tenard for uh, making that happen. Thanks yeah. again for Antro for joining us. And it, there was something I was going to mention during that, which we, I didn't get a chance to mention. Um, when you guys were all getting, you know, all rah-rah there, I was getting a little emotional because we are proud of you, my friend. You, you, this guy said your chances were against you. Yeah, all our chances are against us. But you know what? All you need is a chance. And you took that chance. You made the best of it. And you... You did, you're doing something great, and we're proud of you, just like he's proud of you. I didn't get a chance to say it on there because I was waiting for my opportunity to chime in there. But, you know, you guys were having your chum-chum buddy-buddy talk there, which was great. And thank you so much again for Antro joining us. And, you know, our buddy over here, bro. Congrats, no man. problem, you man. Got no this, problem. Bro. I was I'm proud of you, man. I was thankful for my buddy to come on and, and bless us with his presence. Yeah, man. It was, it was definitely very, very cool. So if you're just tuning in now for part two, go back, go back, go to part one, listen to that. Tell your friends, like, share it, let them all know. And uh, we hope you enjoyed it just as much as we enjoyed making that happen. So, but now, where is this part two? And Lemon City Live podcast, hour number two, is brought to you by Big Brother Express. For all your moving and logistical needs, whether you're moving across town or across the state, call our boy Frank at 305-767-8513 or visit BigBrotherExpress.com. So, fun first hour. Very. uh, That was a lot of fun. Very football heavy there. That's pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Now mm-hmm. this is uh you know this is the relax hour here on Lemon City Live where we get to talk shit about everything. You know I got to vent a little bit about my uh, my frustration with the uh, 50 cent refill charges. I don't think you guys really uh, backed me up on that as much as I was hoping. Uh-uh. You know I think you guys are siding with the enemy. No man. No. I was on board with you. I mean you brought up a good example there with the the sauce guy, but sauce I don't good. know. I still felt like you were just kind of on the fence about it. I don't think you had no, the same determination. The, the thing as, is that I don't usually go back for refills. <laughs> Really? Yeah, go ahead. I'll rub it in my face. Yeah. Thank you for doing that. Thank you, guys. Sorry, all right? I like my refills, you know? they Sometimes they put too much ice. I hate that's that true. when they bag it up with ice, and then you yeah. get like a sip, and you're like, oh, what the? That's you know? true. That's, I always ask no ice. But, it's, bad, it's, bad it's, but where, where are nowadays that you can go and not get your own refill? You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, apparently there's p- cheap pizza still, place. Yeah, you know like I mean? it's, they're doing bad. Yeah, so that's bad. But anyway, on the second part of the show, we're going to talk a little more football. We're gonna talk. Uh, we're gonna get a little more in depth about some of the stuff going on. Stuff going on. Is that? Did I just say that? I think you. you just I said totally that, yeah. just said that, right? Yeah. So know what that, that does, that, <laughs> does that make sense? It's late night here with the uh, Lemon City Live, and uh, things are gonna tend to get a little weird. You're Paul Rudd. Yeah. And uh, and I love you, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love me some Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah. Lapping the bass. You know, Gus and I saw Paul Rudd play an acoustic set over at the Grove Spot yes, with a couple of years ago with Stifler. They were playing music. It was really cool. There's a picture of it somewhere on the internet. It's great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> actually, I want to take this opposite. Before we get into the NFL talk, okay, I wanted to, to talk a little bit about something that happened this weekend. And I, we've talked about this in the past. We've talked about, you know, I, I've mentioned how there's someone – or I don't think there's anyone in sports as polarizing as Tiger Woods. And this weekend, you know, I got the alert. Tiger's on the prowl. Yeah. Tiger showed up on Sunday wearing his red shirt. Tiger showed up on Sunday wearing the hat backwards. He's focused. He's game ready. Mm-hmm. Tiger ended up losing by one by two strokes from the leader and came in yeah. second place. But again, but dude, he had a he had a crazy good round. No, he had a crazy that's good round. That's the he shot. A, he finished with a negative fourteen. You know what? 
Fuck, negative 14? You mean 14 strokes? 14 under, 14 under, Gus. Whatever. Yeah, 14 yeah, under. He right. said negative 14 like a math question. <laughs> 14 under par, 14 man. Under, 14 under par. Yeah. We're, we're a professional sports radio show here. We got to know, no, pretend to know how to talk a little bit about golf. I do. Um, I there goes our, our Doral Open credentials. There. So you said <laughs> negative 14. Uh, but anyway. He doesn't even come to that tournament anymore. Who cares? Yeah, so anyway, fuck Brooks. Kopka, Kepka. I don't even know how to say this guy's name. So throw him into the pit right now. Just get that out of the way. Put, no! put some respect hate, on that, that man's name. No, I'm not putting any respect on, on that guy's name, man. Why he's got two first. He's got two like last. I don't even know what it is. Brooks. What name is that guy? Brooks. That's like it's Brook. Not Brooks. What name is yourself? His That's parents named him Brooks. Name. Brooks and Dunn. Because they knew Brooks he was going to win. Last names. It was something Brooks and something Dunn. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, His parents name. saw this moment. They named him Brooks. Capcott. Because they knew he was going to beat Tiger Woods with the oh, Capcott. No, right. man, look. Bruce, Bruce Capcott, whatever this guy here, okay, all he did was fuck up what could have been one of the biggest sports nights in recent memory. It's been 10 nah, years. It's didn't been, fuck it up. Yeah, bro, it's been 10 years since Tiger won a major. Yeah. And, and you had. Huh? Whose fault is that? Oh, of course. It's not Brooks' fault. I'm not saying it's Brooks' fault. But, like, is anyone going to. Do you, do you know how many majors Brooks Capcott has won? Two. Two? What do you think? <laughs> Two. Two? Yeah. I think this was his third. It was his second one. Second? Yes. I thought he, I thought he, was, I thought he could have sworn it was three. I know my cap caught. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> and you also don't say negative 14. Um, so I, I trust your 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 your, uh, your words on this. But anyway. I'm a scholar. Yeah, bro. I'm just, it, it, it really, like, I'm throwing him in the pit. So I, I still throw him in the pit. Gus, please. Did Again? You him? Yeah, yeah, throw him in the pit. Yeah, he's already in there. He clawed, he clowned back out. Hey, bro. Tiger didn't win because Tiger didn't win. Well, I, and I get it, but here's the thing. Here's here's the thing. The last two majors, Tiger's made a run, and he's been in. He, yeah. Tiger's been in play for a potential chance to win in the final round on Sunday. We have Sunday Tiger, which is awesome. which I still say is one of the greatest athletes ever. Is Sunday Tiger, not you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That guy's great. He's had mm-hmm. phenomenal rounds. But Sunday Tiger, when he wears that red shirt and that black hat, that is the assassin. That is the embodiment of Kobe, Michael Jordan. Clutch three-pointer at the end. Ray Allen's corner three. That's all that wrapped into one guy with all eyes on him, you know, for 18 holes. Everybody's watching him. Like, I, I think that's just so fascinating. And, dude, everybody, bro, Twitter was blowing up. Mm-hmm. Everybody was watching. Mm-hmm. I'm watching. You're getting the alerts. Like, Rory McIlroy is having a great round. Nobody. You know, Nobody's nobody talking cares. about him. You know, yeah. Brad Kepka. Nobody, nobody, nobody knows what this guy is. You know what I mean? Uh, any of these other Brooks, guys? thank you. Put some respect on his name. Yeah, Brooks. Anyway, what did I call him? Brad. Brad. Brad Kepka here. See, exactly. Totally no polarization, no resonation, no nothing. He's just, just a guy. He's just a bleh, you know? And, <laughs> and, and we had a chance to have something like, I don't know what, I, I feel like, uh, it's like, it's like you know how bad you want the U back? You know how bad we want Miami to be good again? Yeah. yeah. I think the whole country wants more Tiger to be back. Right, but, than, but who were you mad at last so, season? Who were you mad at? Are you, were you mad at the U when they lost to Pittsburgh, or were you mad at Pittsburgh? Uh, well. Great question. That's a good, good, fair point, Gus. Good, fair point. You know, you guys have been totally just. <laughs> we're not tag teaming you. We're just, we're just bringing it. We're bringing it. We're bringing it wrong. I like it. I like it. I'll, you know, I'll take the punches here. Um, <laughs> I think that's a good question. I think that's uh, maybe a little combo of both, because. <laughs> I think it's a little combo of both because let me see if I can come up with a reason here. Um, no, I don't have a reason. Yeah, I was mad at Pittsburgh for fucking it up, you know. Um, it's just anyway. Going back to, to Tiger, man. I just it's man. It's, think about that story. Think about that. Ten years because now it's gonna be eleven years. You know, yeah. 
if he wins one next year, you know, which the next major is going to be the Masters in April. So it's going to be a long time before we have, you know, Tiger playing in a competitive, uh, meaningful uh, golf Tournament. match, right? Mm-hmm. Tournament. So I'm, it, it sucks, you know, that, that, that part sucks. But man, we got to see something there, man. We, you, you know what we saw also this weekend? Two Tiger fist pumps. Did you yeah. see that? Yeah, I saw it. That's, oh, what, I thought, that's what I thought was going to happen. That's yeah. boner stuff right oh, yeah, there, man. Yeah. That's boner stuff. Whenever you see Tiger, you're like, yeah! You, know, or the, or the, get, you got two eagles, right? Huh? You got two eagles? I don't, I don't remember the, that. He didn't get one of them. He missed it, and then he, he and got a four. But, but, but you, but you yeah. got the fist pump, and then you yeah. got the one where he putted, and then he just starts raising his putter up in the air because yep. he knows and, he's, like, calling it, going yeah. in. Yeah! Ball. You know, like, God, dude, that's boner stuff, man. It's nice, And while I was watching this, I was thinking back to our conversation that we've had about baseball in the past, which we feel like there's a lot of talent in baseball, and there's a lot of great guys in baseball. You know, yeah. you got your Altuves, your Baez, you got your McCutcheons, you got all these guys, your Trouts, your, your Bryce Harpers. There's a lot of talent, but there's no polarizing athlete. And in and, and football, you still have it. You have your Tom Brady. Like, anything Brady does or says, it's like, oh, shit. You know, basketball, obviously, it's like, I mean, you got plenty of it there. Yeah. Um, Baseball doesn't have it. I feel like golf is kind of the same way. It goes, yeah, okay, you said give the man his props. Brad Brooks, Brooks Kepka, whatever his name is. Um, yeah, he's won a second major. Rory McIlroy's won some majors. Uh, Justin Day, uh, yeah, Jason Day, he's won some majors. Uh, what's the other guy? Uh, the guy who came in second place, Scott. See, I don't even know these guys, but they're good. They've won majors. They've won yeah. tournaments, you know, but they're not polarizing, man. They don't get people to come to come back and watch. But that's these good. These guys could have won uh, Jordan Spieth. Good guy. He's kind of close, but he's going to fade away. Nobody holds it. You know, Tiger has been doing this for over 20 years, man. That's crazy. 20 years that this guy's been since he came out. And, and that's it's, amazing. Yeah, and it's and I made a court, like, I didn't make a court, I'm sure somebody did it before me, it's nothing new. But I started thinking about it, and it's like, I think a, a good chunk of it has to do with hype that starts from before you go pro. Think about this. If there's, who's the closest guy to being polarizing in, in baseball? Who's the guy that, uh, you Bryce know? Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper, right? Yeah. Bryce Harper was on the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine as a high, high school, school kid. Before he had ever played anything, and they were talking about how he quit. He dropped out of high school so he can get his GED and start playing better competition in college. Rocking because that, that high, black and gold. Yeah, uniform. you know. And in basketball, who's the most polarizing guy? LeBron, LeBron. James. Same thing. LeBron James. We knew about LeBron way before you know he he ever played a game because in high school you know it was all chosen one St. Vincent St. Mary. We all know what St. Vincent St. Mary is. You know, we, oh that's where LeBron went to high school. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like maybe with that, in football, it's a little tougher because football, it's, it's a body growth thing. You know, you don't have a football body as, as so an 18, 17-year-old. DJ, DJ Williams had a football body. Yeah, like 17, 18 years old. He was a man amongst yeah. boys. Oh, man. So uh, there might be some exceptions. I walked, yeah. to it, I walked but, by him the other, not, not the other day, a few months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a big-ass dude. His yeah. calves are like hammocks. Damn. All right. Well, Go ahead. But you get what I'm saying? Like, I feel like a lot of it has to do with built-in pregame hype of, of somebody coming out and, and being phenomenal. Tiger, remember, Tiger won uh, his amateur tournaments. There was thought, Everybody knew Tiger went to Stanford, and yeah. he was winning all these tournaments. That He won that. I think it was his first, I want to say the Masters. He won it by like some ridiculous like 15, negative 15 strokes. <laughs> <laughs> he won it like 15, well, he won it by like 15 strokes over the next second place person. Like, he just he pulled away dominated. Yeah dominated and <laughs> i don't think you have that in, in 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 anything else and when tiger man i don't know i just it felt right
right, man. It felt right. Like, things were good on Sunday watching Tiger and seeing him do that. And just, oh, man, you know, like, even myself, I've done, I've watched all types of sporting events in person. I've gone to, 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 to bowl games. I've gone to playoff games and everything. One of the coolest things I ever did was walk, a, walk an 18 with Tiger, man. I felt like it was good for golf on both ends. Like, we, we got vintage Tiger. Yeah. We got the fist pump. We got yeah. the red shirt. We got the black pants. He also, yeah. the, the one he missed the eagle on when he shot it, and it got all the way to the hole. And oh, and lip. Oh. Yeah. yeah, and I thought it was just going to fall in at the end. He was going to finish that fish pump. Yeah, man. Uh, but, you know, my, my, my man, I'm going to put some respect on your name, Mr. Brooks Capcott. You know, you, you was good for golf. Your second, your second yeah. tournament, his second tournament was good. You know, he won his second tournament. It's hard to win a PGA tournament, bro. It's hard to win any of this. Oh, for sure. You pronounce it Capcat. No, it's Capca. No, it's Capca. I'm going to give you Capca. Because I'm going to put respect behind your name if you're listening in. And, oh, he's listening. But at the end of the day, you know, it was it's Tiger on your ass like that? That that's pressure? Good. That's, that's pressure, bro. That is, man. It's like Michael Jordan, and, you, and, and you, he has the ball, yeah. and he's about to, you know he's, you know he's going to shoot it. Yeah. What you going to do? And that's why, that's why I, I like, that's another reason why I really, this is, this is why, yeah, to, 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 to linger it. And it's going to really piss me off if, like, Tiger just never gets back to us and this is the closest we got. And some guy named Brooks Kapka was the guy who, like, stopped me from getting a super spawner. But I want to, uh, like, it's, it's, I, I've always res- admired that part of golf, you know. A, a lot of people say, oh, golf is not a sport. Yeah, it is, man. That's it a is sport, a sport, dude. That's a sport whether you like it or not. I even think NASCAR racing is a sport. you got to be in physical shape to sit in a car for 500 miles and withstand your body. And that's just you know, drive this, one yeah. of those cars. Highlight is a sport. Highlight is a sport. Oh, for sure. uh, now, I will say that, I don't know if bowling, definitely pool is well, a sport. Not everything on ESPN is a yeah, sport. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, some of the skill games, come on. Yeah. They should put <laughs> highlight on it. You know what I'm saying? Come on, ESPN, put a highlight on it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, That'd be awesome. Now, now, with golf, one thing that I've admired, and I always respected, like, all eyes on you. You know, you're not, you're not, re, you're not, it, like, tennis is maybe close to it because tennis is just two people there and they're going yeah. head to head, but you have to react to what the other guy throws at you, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. or hits at you, and it, 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 in golf, it's just you, the ball, absolute quiet, and you have to be perfect every time, and everybody's watching you, and everybody's analyzing what you did, what you didn't do, how you did it, how you didn't do it, everything, it's, it's, it's an, a different level of pressure, and for this guy to have been so successful for so long, and then to have such a dramatic fall like he did 10 years ago. Is, is golf your favorite non-team sport? You know, I, I do appreciate watching the majors, and I appreciate watching some of the tournaments, but I will tell you this. When Tiger stops playing, I'll probably stop watching. Yeah. Unless I think a lot of people there. will. And that's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a tragic thing because there's been nobody like that. You know, I don't know what it is, but there's something. Maybe it's the name. Maybe it's the, flag, the, the, the fact that he's you know, not a white guy. You know, I don't know. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's a race thing or what it is. But there's something about watching the dude yeah. do something like that and be so like head and shoulders above everybody. It's just fascinating, man. You know, For shizzle. It's like I, like I've always said. I appreciate watching great players do great things. And great teams do great things. You know, like I, I'm gonna enjoy watching uh, this, uh, this this bitch LeBron James. You know, I'm enjoy watching him. You know, <laughs> even though he's out in L.A. now. So. I think that's uh, that's my hot take there. You know, negative fourteen. All right. On that one. 
I like it. You like that? Yeah, man. Negative 14. Yeah. So, negative 14. But, Next week on negative 14. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I was trying to say before I fucked it up is uh-huh. 14 under par. Uh-huh. Good job. It's best score in, in a losing effort. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. It's sick, yeah. man. It's sick. Every, yeah. Everybody and, was playing really and well. And what he shot on Sunday, I think he shot a 64. Yep. Was uh, the best uh, Sunday round in a major in I don't know how many years. Yeah, he's, he's, he, 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 he had, definitely... He had everything to show that he was going to win that tournament. Yeah, man. So, and my my man, just, Brooks, came through. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Taking <laughs> everything against me today. I love it. <laughs> uh, and, uh, but, yeah, it's it, 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 such a small fraction, man. Such a small little fraction. Yeah. One but look how much game pressure, of interest. Look how much pressure yeah. you still got out of it, even though... It oh, yeah, yeah. You know what sure. I'm saying? For sure, hey, for sure. He's going to get a sponsorship. You know, like you said a minute ago, Edwin... You you don't you you don't have that that polarizing name, you know. If he if he uses this to catapult his brand, just stay competitive. You know he can make a couple million dollars. You know he made what twenty he made two two point oh, nine he million. He made a lot of money, but yeah, yeah. But I'm saying, but you can ride that wave as long as possible. If you win a Masters, you're automatically a Hall of Famer, bro. It's like yeah, you're in an elite you're, you're in an elite class. It's like you get like the jacket to get into the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I mean, so God, you know. <laughs> if I can see Tiger put on that jacket one more time. Yeah, everybody. I, I kind of want to see Tiger put it on oh, one man. more time. How many, I, I, it would be the best sports story. How many had, majors, Tiger won, had Tiger won this weekend, it yeah. would have been the best sports story of the year. Yeah, right, right, oh, and that would be a great, the, be a great way to year. transition yeah, to football, too. It would have been the greatest sports story yeah. of this year. It would have been Tiger coming back after 10 years and winning a major. And some guy named Brooks. I can't. I can't say the year up. because you still have the NBA coming up with LeBron. But it would have been a topic. That is finished till next year, though. It would. Let me back up, Dan. Is but it's. Would have been better than. It would have. It would have been. It would have been. It would have been talked about until something in football or basketball happened. What in football can happen this season that would have topped that? Like an Odell Beckham catch. No, no, that would not top it. I don't. I don't care if he does. Odell Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham would do a back. Odell Beckham. Yeah, is that right? Yeah. He could do a backflip, pull his pants down, catch it in between his butt cheeks, and run all the way to the end zone with the ball in his ass. And it still won't be. So, so the question is because this is going to be, be that would be an SP that would be an SP's question because stuff like that goes to the ESPYs. Yeah. So you're telling me that yeah, when moments of the year, moment of the year, air, air pro- so the Lakers win a championship with LeBron James first yeah. year because yeah. they will count it. But this that would year. be next year. That would be next. No, no, it would be the 2018 season. No, nah, but that the because the ESPYs already happened and your Tiger Woods championship. Would transition over to the 2000. Tiger Woods championship would be a, a Lakers championship. I still think it would, okay. even if they were in the same category. If it's the first one, now Tiger goes and, and wins two next season or, or three, then it, then the whole the whole fact that he won three would eclipse anything in sports in who knows how long. I tell you, man, that guy Tiger is on another need, level. How many does he need to pass uh, Jack Nicklaus? Ah, bro, he's, he's close. Like, he's close. He's close away. Yeah. He's very close, and it's like he's trying to get those wins, but he's not coming. Yeah. And uh, I'm going back to highlight because I this this past week I was hot, yeah, on fire, yeah. And then I went four days without one win. Yeah. So you mo- four days we play eight games a day, and 32 games I didn't win a game. It I was crushed, and guys were pulling away. Like the guy who was in front, he pulled away, put away on me. <clears throat> so Tiger trying to get three. Oh my god. Yeah. Jack, he needs four. Ooh. He needs four. Jack Nicholson's got eighteen, okay. and the uh, uh, Tigers got fourteen. So and 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 Brooks got two. Dude, fourteen. <laughs> fourteen of one thing in that sport is insane. Yeah, man. 
That How many masters he has? Like he has about three masters, right? Oh, no, I think I think the masters is the one. I think he has about three of them things. Gotta look it up, yeah. but I think he's got a few. Done. Well, that's I think that's probably where he's most uh, like his most memorable moments have been in that. Let's see here. Okay, masters. Yeah, he's got four masters. Ninety-seven, oh one, oh two, oh five. U.S. Open two thousand to oh two, oh eight. Uh, let's see here. The U. The Open Championship two thousand. He has three. And he has four PGAs, so this would have been his fifth. So he's got four, eight, yep, there's your fourteen. So did you say British? Yeah, the British, the oh, Open Championship. Oh, okay, okay, that's yeah. the Open. Yeah, they call it the Open. It's the yeah, British Open. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's got three of those. But yeah, his last major, actually, it's been more than eight. You know, it was 2008, the U.S. Open, when he beat Rocco Mediate. I think was the guy's name. I don't know. Yeah, that's just stupid stuff. Never I never even heard of that guy. Yeah. But anyway, I've never right. heard of her. Never heard of her. Anyway. Um, so uh, I didn't ask you guys last hour. How, how are you guys doing? How was your weekend? You guys good? I yeah. mean, besides your vocal cord disaster, there, I'm good, man. Right? You know, I'm I'm I wake up every morning happy and blessed. Yeah, man. So yeah. I had a great weekend. Hasn't worked out in a month, and he still looks like an Adonis. Yeah. How about you, Gus? How you doing? All right, just hung out, solid. Yeah, I cut that hair, bro. Let me cut it. Look good, man. Don't I'm cut not it. Let you cut it. Let me you cut look, it, bro. I, I know what I'm doing with some. You look mafia already. Yeah. You don't look like your dad, though. Your dad is a good-looking man. Yo, did yeah, you see? Is, did, does his dad not look like Boris the Blade from uh, Snatch? Yeah. I'm telling you, he or the, yeah. he's also in that. He's also the uh, Eastern the European most, guy in, in Eurotrip. Oh, my dad. He's, he's three guys. He's Boris the Blade. Uh -huh. He's Dosaki's guy. <laughs> yeah, he definitely could see that. And uh, oh, I forgot what the third one was. Ah, oh, man. But it's the Holy Trinity. Get back to me on that. Get back to me on that. All right. Well, anyway. Okay, so we let's let's. I want to revisit a little bit of the NFL. Okay, we talked uh, we talked uh, plenty of college football there. We shared some nice memories with Intro, but now I want to focus a little bit on on some of the stuff. Now, actually, before we get into the the more deep diving into the East uh, NFC East and AFC East, yeah. which is uh, what we plan to do today. What uh what's what happened with um, in Jacksonville here? They suspended uh, Ramsey and Fowler for rule violations. What's that all about? Oh, I don't know. They they were situation. Uh, uh, somebody on the field recorded them, mm -hmm. uh, and they got into it. Him and that other player, uh, not not the player who was suspended with him. Right. Um, uh, dang it, I just forgot the dude's name. Oh, the what's his name? The, the Divas Alami, yeah, who mm -hmm. was hurt. Uh, Flowers, but apparently some uh, some uh, media reporter mm -hmm. recorded them and. Ramsey went on Twitter and passively aggressive, like threatened him. Ooh. Oh, okay, that'll do it. So and probably should do that. Yeah, so it, it got to the organization and they suspended him. I'm not clear on exactly what Flowers did, uh, but it was something that was with rules uh, rules violations. So they're not playing with the media, bro. You're not going to you're not going to passively aggressive uh, intimidate them for doing their job. And in the age of phones, that's what caught them. Uh, you you can't you can't expect to not say something on the phone and not get in trouble on it because yeah. they put it on Twitter. They put the video on Twitter, him going at it, yeah. and then he threatened the guy on Twitter. It wasn't what he did on the field; it's what he said on Twitter. So if he would have just let it go, he'll still be you know playing. And that's, yeah. this is like a day off for him. You know, you don't get paid in 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 preseason. You get what uh, eleven hundred every like eleven hundred every week. Mm -hmm. So it's like NFL. Right. The CBA agreed to that. Right. It may be more, so you you don't care. Like you, it doesn't matter. Oh, so only got suspended for preseason? Yeah, preseason. Oh, yeah. Was it? Oh, okay. I thought. Let me see. I'm I sure thought. he doesn't mind then. That's 
Oh, yeah, for one week. Violin. Yeah, it didn't yeah. say a game. It said a week. Hey, did so, you ever play with Calais Campbell? or? Yeah, University of Miami. But you, was he there at the same time as you? Mm-hmm. That guy's voice. It sounds like he's like uh, the Cookie Monster. He is. like. <laughs> have you heard that guy talk? Yeah. No. It is so awesome. Yeah. He is. For, he's, a, he's a huge dude, right? He's a big dude. Was he, cause you I, know he has scoliosis. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, when you, if you, I, I'm TMI, but I saw him without his clothes on. Uh-huh. He walks like Bigfoot. Like his, <laughs> like his, he is a massive dude. And he sounds like the friendliest guy. Oh, but yeah. he's just like big. Like I, I, was, I was watching some stuff and I've, and I've heard him talk in the past on, on TV and stuff like that. And it's just amazing. You, you gotta like look that, this up. You like dude. the guy in the longest yard? His voice is very deep. No, it's very deep. Oh, that okay, guy was okay, like, okay. oh, I, I said a, a cookie monster. No, 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 no. But oh, yeah. he's not like goofy or anything. No, he just talks. He yeah. was, but he was goofy in college. Though. Yeah. I wish I could have asked that question. Like That's when awesome. you saw a guy come in like him, you knew he was going to be like a clown. Like, man, who is this? He was tall, skinny, and goofy. Really? I swear, skinny. man. And a lot of people, when, they, when we hear about, don't get me wrong, he's a beast now. Uh-huh. And I'm more power to him because he's doing his thing. But coming out of college, I never, he was a DN. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was a DN, and they transitioned him to be a D tackle. So he he put up about at least sixty to eighty pounds. Dude, he's six foot yeah. eight, three hundred pounds. He put up about sixty to eighty pounds, bro. Because in college he was he was six eight, and remember I, I tell you, he has scoliosis, so he's technically about six nine, six ten. Yeah, that's crazy, mm-hmm. man. How do how do that seventy one? How do people get that big? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, what the hell, man? I don't get stuck here, man. And we, he, they, we got him from Denver. Yeah. Like we recruited him from Denver. Yeah, it like, says here Denver, Colorado, yeah. South is high school. Yeah, they. South high well, school. how do you, how can you find him? He yeah, was just dominating out there because yeah. he was playing against kids. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he man, Calais out of all like goofy or not, he's the coolest dude you will ever meet. Well, why'd you bring him up though? Huh? Oh, because he was there. I was watching the video of the altercation in Jacksonville, and he was breaking the, it up. He was, he was in the middle of the fight, it. and I'm like, "Wow, this!" I just see this giant breaking up the fight, and I'm like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, he's jumping yeah. over. He's jumping over, trying to yeah. get it. And you had to move. <laughs> don't don't get him mad because he'll bear, he'll just bear claw you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah. That's awesome. The one thing nobody yeah. had never stepped to Claire's. Nobody never like came at him, tried to fight him because they knew it would have been a battle that they'd have lost. Yeah. See, I always thought it was weird that uh, that. He wore his number in in college was like eighty one or something. Mm-hmm. What's that? okay? Let me ask you. I I don't know the rules. What are the rules for like like numbers in college? There's no there rules. You can wear whatever number you, go whatever you want. Whatever number right? you want. Yeah. I know that. Also, you can repeat some numbers. I know some teams have like uh, a guy who wears all run offense, offense and defense. If one yeah. guy can wear number four on offense, one guy on defense. Okay. They can't wait. Like can... yeah. I think they added that later on. No, it was like that when I was in University of Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember when they when they when they brought that rule into the into effect. Which I, one? I remember them. I remember them talking about it. Like, oh, now you can have two guys wearing the same number. No, that, that's always yeah, been. Like that's always been around been, for a, it's long been a while. Time, for a long yeah. time, yeah. It was there when I was there. So that was like two thousand three. But in the NFL, if you are a receiver, yeah, receivers it's either teams. Receiver, you get 10, 10 to nineteen. Yep. And, and eighty to eighty nine. Um, Devin Hester was an exception because he was playing. Uh, Offense and defense for special teams. Yeah. Uh, and if he stayed with that, now this is this was the tricky part. What number was he? Twenty three. He was twenty three. So right. it was with the Bears. Now, this that was the tricky part. So if he stayed on, if he stayed on offense, if he played a number, if you play a certain amount of snaps mm-hmm. on offense, you have to change your number. Uh-huh. I think it's about like if you're playing more than twenty snaps, 
so they had a snap count. Um, so if did it change your number? Yeah, they change your number. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Well, you start getting fined. Yeah. Okay. So and then uh, on defense, uh, defense alarm, defense alarming, you can you, 69, 60, 60 to 60, so 70, 60 to yeah, 60 to 69. 60 to uh, 79, probably. 79, yeah. yes. But this guy wore 81 in college, and he was just a big massive dude. And I, was, I always thought that was funny. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, okay, 81. But, um, but anyway, this guy Campbell, I, I, I wonder what his Madden rating is. He's going to be 99. That guy, you think so? Calais Campbell? Well, the, the ratings came out already. Oh, that's right, yeah. There's only seven guys in the 99 club. Damn. Oh, then so then Calais didn't make it then because you well, got to get know. the gold shoes. It's, we we had a conversation a couple say, of shows I say, ago. I say like it's only a little bit. Is that a lot so for seven guys to be a 99? I have no clue. I will say this. They're very generous with the ratings in Madden, yeah. but they're not generous in, in uh, FIFA. There's never – I don't – definitely not in the last like more than 10 years. There's, I don't think there's ever been a guy who's like Luke Keekley is a 99? Luke Keekley, yeah. Luke Keekley! Concussion prone guy? Luke Keekley! I guess. Luke Remember yeah, that guy? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish announcer? Yeah. Dang, Rob Gronkowski? Gronk. Well, Gronk, I mean, okay, let's look at it. Okay, so the, cl- the club includes Von Miller, Aaron Rodgers, Luke Keekley. By the way, Aaron Rodgers, I got a bone to pick with him. Tom Brady, Rob Gronkowski, Aaron Donald, and Antonio Brown. We Antonio got Brown got it because he's on the cover. That guy's Could be. Guy. Yeah, that's he, I'm not. Point. Oh, my God. I posted something on Twitter. Uh, follow me on my Twitter at Tenard Davis. I'm verified. Thank you. Yeah. Um, he did a he he did a red zone route against uh I think it was Kelvin. I mean, like uh, dang it, he was at the Cleveland Browns. Hayden. Joe Hayden. Um, Joe Hayden. Yes, he did a red zone route. Red zone. You got 50, between ten yards. He did a route that gave him the business and that. caught it. I saw that. You saw that. Yes. Bruh. Man. Bro, that that dude is surgical out there. So oh, yeah. ninety nine, I think Antonio Brown deserves well it. Deserve, yeah, Antonio okay, Brown, give man. you okay. So we got another guy from Miami, but that's South Florida talent, dude. From but went to Central Michigan because nobody wanted him. Yeah. He's little. Yeah, and now he's a ninety nine. So yep. suck it, everybody. Seven, seventeen million dollars a year. Yeah. yeah. So Von Miller is Von Miller that good, man? Yes. Yeah. Man, yeah. Good, yes, man. he makes it look so easy. That's the thing. I, I was gonna say. That. I think he's one of those guys that's like super talented. <laughs> Super good. Like the reason but he, he doesn't have the crazy statistical numbers is because he gets double teamed all a time. lot. Yeah, and the and Trail said it in the show earlier about uh, guys who are goofy and and just okay. the way they are on the field is the yeah, way they are on the field. Some... Von Miller is just like that. He has fun on and off the field. DJ Williams is really close with Von Miller. Yeah, and he'll tell you himself like that dude is who he is on and off. Yeah. And he what he's getting what like seventeen million dollars a year himself too. Oh, he's banking. Yeah, he's banking it. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is on this list, and he's got those Old Spice commercials. <laughs> so, okay, I know our boy Justin McRae, uh-huh. who uh, is friends with Aaron Rodgers. You know, yeah. he protects them, so they're buddies. But I got a bone to pick with Aaron Rodgers. What Two things that I realized about Aaron Rodgers that got me upset. Okay, here it comes. Number one, okay, number one, big one. He is a Manchester City fan. That's true. Did you see that video where yeah. he opens up a box and he puts on a hat and he has his own custom jersey? Yep. Well, yeah. No, that's not going to fly with me, bro. That's such a cheap team. Nobody likes Manchester City. Get out of here. Everybody um, has the right to like their team. No. Don't add one? No. Of course he would like that team because he knows I don't like them. So he's like, oh, I know. Oh, yeah. So he's, yeah. He knows your thing here. Look, everybody likes the – when you first get into a sport, if you're not – if you if you don't yeah, have – like, uh, if you're not from a city that, that's yeah. – 
as a team, you're going to go for whoever the champ is at the moment. Yeah. That's how it goes. Anyway, Chelsea won it the year before. Don't forget. Anyway, <laughs> uh, but aside from that, I was, uh, and, I, and, I, and I know this was our very first episode of the Lemon City Live podcast, 120-something episodes ago. The, uh, the topic of discussion that day was how much I thought Aaron Rodgers was uh, well, slightly overrated and how he, got a, you know, he gets a free pass. And then I started thinking about it when I was driving home from work the other day. I was like, you know what? This son of a bitch. <laughs> and I started realizing something, and I made a little note of it here. A little note on my separate notes here. And I wrote, and I had thought about something. How many, okay, <coughs> how good is Aaron Rodgers? Where, where do you, how do you rank him? He's the best quarterback in the league, right? He, he's a 99. He's a 99, right? <laughs> he's a 99. Perfect. That's a perfect example. How many uh, Super Bowls has he been to? One. One. Okay. So he's 1-0. 1-0, oh. oh, right? 99. 1-0. Oh. Yeah. It's been a one Super Bowl. Okay. And if you really think about that Super Bowl against the Steelers, player two gone the other way. But you can say that for every game. I probably. know, I know, but I'm saying he's a player two away from being this generation's Dan Marino. Okay? That's what I'm saying. He's yeah, a player two Dan away. From being be this the best quarterback of his generation, but, even though he never won a Super Bowl. But but he never get. But see, this is the thing, man. He never. You see how this turned because he put on a, a jersey <laughs> yeah. or a Manchester, and oh, now he's yeah. he's like nitpicking his career. <laughs> the only why you're like, on the, the wagon, man. <laughs> okay, oh yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm not gonna lie, you guys are hating <laughs> me, but I'm telling you, he's he's a player two away from being this week's or this generation's Dan Marino, and I feel like the whole perception of him would be completely different. Uh, that guy was really good and never won it. Aaron, you know? Aaron Rodgers is—he's proven what he is. He played hurt. He—he—he he, he came back hurt and played well. Yeah. Uh, you, when the organization didn't have him, they saw how sorry they were, and he came in and and almost got him to a playoff. Uh, when he said "relax," and got them into the playoffs. Yeah, that was kind of cool. Like so, he's exactly just kidding. He's—he's he's a Damn. ninety-nine. <laughs> he has—he's one and zero in the Super Bowl. Uh, <laughs> so if he goes again, I could think he'll be two and zero. How fucked up would it would have been if when he spelled relax he spelled it wrong? <laughs> that, oh, that, that would have been a great. That would have been a. Ever. That would have been. R it would still be here. L a c k s. It would replace the butt fumble and all the other spoofs out there. That would have been a. If he had spelled it wrong, then I probably would have liked him because I would have been like, okay, that was funny, asshole. Especially no, you know how to spell it, you know. But man, I'll tell you. When when you when you rank when you rank him amongst. The better quarterbacks of this generation. You can't. I'm not gonna damn Reno, John Montana. I ain't gonna do that. He's he's. See, if we're going off Super Bowls, we're gonna say Eli Manning is better than him. Yeah, he is. But he's not. <laughs> exactly. Nobody is. No, but he's not. No, no, <laughs> you made me break out my my building life on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody is. And then you know, so you compare it to Big Ben. Big Ben has two Super Bowls, yeah. but Aaron Rodgers is better than Big Ben. Um, yes. No, Big yes. Ben's way better. No, come on, bro. I do no. like Big Ben. Though. Big Ben, he's won Super Bowl. I like, I like Big Ben. I like, but Big Ben, Big Ben had time. always had a defense, always had a team behind uh, him. Yeah. Nothing against Big Ben. I think he's a he's a he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. But if you if you had a, if I had a game winner right now, and you don't have Antonio Brown on your team either, mm -hmm. and you had to choose a quarterback, well, he's also you don't have Antonio Brown. Yeah, but Big Ben's uh, been around for since two thousand three. He's been around for quite a while. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers has been around since two thousand and. Three, two, three. They came out in the same draft. No, no, not the same draft. It was five. 
And then he sat for a year on the bench or two. They came out in the same draft. No, it was 05. He, he came out in the draft where we got Ronnie Brown in 05. Uh-huh. And uh, and Alex Smith was Alex Smith was that draft. I'm sorry, you're right. Alex Smith was in that draft. Yeah, you're right. right. Hey, FYI, breaking news. Breaking news. The Miami Marlins have traded. Uh, oh, okay. I cannot pronounce this guy's name. Give me a second here. Let me try this. Odrisomer Despagne. It won't be breaking news because we're going to hear guy. tomorrow. You know that yeah. the pinga guy that you thought his name was the pinga. Oh yeah. Odrisomer <laughs> Despagne. When when does okay. the trade deadline stop? I keep hearing people getting traded. Yeah. Uh, well, in baseball, the trade deadline officially stops, but then you can do trades afterwards if the player clears waivers. So basically, you can release put a player on waivers, and if somebody claims them, then you can pull them back. And but if they claim them, then you can actually give it to them, and they can take them. But if it's nobody weird. claims them, because it's usually the guys that you release on waivers is guys with like really bad contracts or guys that nobody's interested in. So you can release them and then do a post-waiver trade. So it's a little, little catch-22s that they do there. But, um, yeah, that was the regular news. I didn't mean to interrupt your, it's your all good. praise of Aaron Rodgers. Because we were talking about Aaron Rodgers, so he yeah. didn't give a hell. Yeah, <laughs> like, fuck Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we talk about baseball. All right, now, okay, now speaking of Miami's Aaron Rodgers, um, Brian Tannehill, and his uh, bionic leg. Got a chance to look at him today, this morning. I was at the training camp. Yeah. Now, he was in the news this week for something else that happened on the field. Yeah. You want to tell him what happened? Sure. Um, he threw, I forget the running back's name, but he threw him out of the huddle because the guy missed on a, uh, on a block. Mm-hmm. A block assignment, yeah. He, a block assignment, yeah. Yeah. What's, what's his name again? The running back? I don't have my, I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah, I got it right I here. I don't use notes. His name is uh, uh, Kalen Bel- Ballage. Ball age. I can't pronounce. I'm having trouble. Uh, ba- uh, Baylage. Baylage. Oh, yeah. Baylage, yeah. Caelan Baylage. He's a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. Yeah. So he missed the blocked assignment, yeah. you know, and uh, he kicked him out the huddle after running back, after the running back missed the block assignment that resulted in a clean sack by D.N. Carl Harris. Oh, yeah. Charles Harris. I'm sorry, Charles Harris. Oh, that you guy. Know, I know Tannehill ain't having that shit. Yeah. And he's like, fuck that. I've missed two seasons. Never again. Now, so no, like, Tannehill is a, he's a reserve guy. Mm-hmm. He's really cool, calm, yeah. and relaxed. So him jumping down his throat like that, coaches loved it. Okay, now I want this is what I want to ask you. You as the former player, a guy who's been in the huddle, mm-hmm. and me as a guy who's just you know uh, watched a lot of huddles. Mm-hmm. I can't really, I don't have anything to bring to this conversation here. But I'm Red curious. Seven, bro. Red seven. Red seven. Yeah, it's true. I've I've commanded quite a lot of uh, flag football huddles, and uh, my question is, you mentioned it. He's a reserve guy. He's not a guy who gets very vocal. Number one, how do you react to someone who's not vocal trying to be vocal all of a sudden? It's like, is it? Because to me, it feels like it's like it's like one of those situations. Where it's like, man, come on, man, like trying too hard, kind of thing. Or do you look at it like that's what you're supposed to do? Uh, Ryan Tannehill is not like Eli Manning. Uh huh. So I, I, Ryan Tannehill well, has. Sure, he's a, not a winner. He has. When I say <laughs> like Eli Manning, like personality. Uh, he, he's, he's a reserve guy from what I see on TV, but I'm, he's, he, I, I can see him barking at someone. Ryan Tannehill is on a contract year, technically. If he doesn't, technically he's on a contract year. Well, yeah, he has a couple years left, but he's oh, yeah, on a contract he's year. He's on a contract year. Like if he doesn't perform, this season, he's going to be gone. Yeah, so this yeah. is his contract year. Yeah. So the point I'm trying to get to is that he, he, I don't, I, if I'm, if I know I'm on the last leg on my with my tenure with a team, I'm not going to let a rookie runner back who I may play with in a game be the reason I get my shit fucked up again and I'm off the team. So what he did was, I don't think it was stepping out of line or out of character. I just felt like he understands the the, the, the value of what's going to happen this year. And he saw a, 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 
a, a, a flaw yeah. that could be back there with him. That's right. And he don't want he don't want that to be the reason. So well, he, he, and we don't know. Maybe it was it wasn't the first time that he that he was exactly. Well, apparently, the, what happened was he you know the guy misses the block. They go back into the huddle. Tannehill chooses this guy out of the huddle, kicks him out of the huddle. Then after a couple plays or whatever, he goes to the sideline and chooses this guy's ass out a little more. Now, if you're a guy though, like I understand everything you said, but like, can't you just like feel like sometimes when like like for instance, if you're at your job, right, and all of a sudden your boss is like super laid back or whatever, all of a sudden tries to be a boss, you're kind of like, yo, like what the fuck, man, you know? Or when Gus over here all of a sudden tries to tell me what to do, I'm like, yo, Gus, get the fuck out of here, you know? Like it's just a little different, you know? That's what I tell you all the time. Yeah, and but, I don't listen. So it, I don't know. Is it? Don't you think it's a little weird, or when it's the character? Because he's break? a rookie. He doesn't. He doesn't know the atmosphere of that team. Yeah. He okay. doesn't. He doesn't. He, but you, as a player who's been there a while, and you see this guy. Like, I, do, I, do you guys like? Is there a little like twisted look? Like, ah, if fun. I'm a rookie coming to the NFL yeah. and the starting quarterback on a team who I know was the face of the franchise, because nobody else is the face of the franchise. Yeah. And I fucked up, and he comes and chews me out. I'm just gonna look at him and say, "Yes, sir." I'm just going to look at him and say, okay, I won't yeah, let it happen I heard again. he was very receptive about everything, yeah. and he blew it off. Like, he's like, yeah, I messed no. up, you know, but I'll make sure not to make it happen again. And he yeah. was very cool about it. Now, I, I, I wanted to – I was prefacing this with that because I was watching ESPN. And uh, what's this guy? Uh, oh, my God. The guy used to be for the Redskins. I don't know. What yeah, he does, uh, he does the commentary. Oh, my for God. For the Redskins? Santana Moss? No, no, no. no. He's okay. – uh, that's the only one. I he's the, 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 the he's the safety. He played with Sean Taylor in in that he used to play for. Oh, you talking about uh, Ryan Clark? Ryan Clark. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Sorry, I was, it was escaping my mind. Well, Ryan Clark, I was listening to a soundbite of him, and he took the complete opposite approach of what you're saying. He was calling out Tannehill, like saying, "Who the fuck are you to say this kind of stuff? You've never won anything. You've never done anything. You can't pretend to be a, a tough guy." Like he called him out and saying that this is and that this is more detrimental. <coughs> To the rookie who's like really trying, he, you know, he's like, you know, the rookie didn't fuck up on purpose. You know, he's not. trying. It was a mistake, and you're going over there and bashing him and embarrassing him in front of everybody like that for what? When you are nobody, he's like, I would respect that if it was, you know, Tom Brady or somebody that's more accomplished or something. But he he was like completely on the opposite, and the people on the panel with him were kind of agreeing with him, which I thought was pretty interesting, and that's why I wanted to see what you, you got. You got to remember those; they're, they're not on a team. They're not coaching Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. The coaching staff wants to see that part of Ryan Tannehill. Yeah. They want to see a, a progression of him taking ownership of that team. Yeah. Ryan Clark has a great – he has an argument. I'm not going to deny that. Yeah. He's not coaching that team. And he doesn't understand the pressure that Ryan Tannehill has. So if you're, if you're applying pressure on someone, eventually they're going to they're gonna either turn to a diamond or crumble. Yeah. So Ryan Tannehill, the, the, what he's doing right now is feeling the pressure, and he's trying to make that team into a diamond. And when they go to the playoffs, Ryan Tannehill, not Ryan Clark, yeah. I guarantee you, because he's the type of guy to come back on his word and say that moment that happened at training camp was the, the, the defining moment of Ryan Tannehill taking over that team. You like that? That's right. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> you, you you had me at uh, diamond or crumble. I was yeah, like, oh, was that's like, it. Yeah, that's it. Swooning over here. That was here. hot. That was hot. <laughs> super hot. It was all good, bro. That was a commentary spooner. Yeah. yeah. Super <laughs> radio spooner. And Ryan, Tan- <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm saying Ryan Clark. He's he's well educated oh. with football. In the ESPN yeah, panel, they were educated. I like, they, I like him. Their I like point. Their points are valid. They, like it's valid because a lot of people don't see that from Ryan Tannehill. But they're not Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, I like I like I so, like uh, Ryan Clark usually most of the time. I was just surprised to to see such a, a <laughs> harsh criticism. And then I was thinking, you know what? 
I kind of understand, you know, I was listening to him, I was like, I understand what he's saying, but I was like, I, under- I also understand that the reason this guy's being so hard is because, you know, he knows what it's like to miss a whole season, you know, exactly. because of an injury. Yeah. And this guy missing that block, you know, could result in an injury like that. So mm-hmm. I-, I see both sides of the, of the argument there. But I was also, just curious to see how you react. Because I was very surprised with how defiant Ryan Clark was about mm-hmm. it and how, like, everybody on the, on the set was agreeing with him. And I'm like, man, that just seems kind when, of like, you when know. When Tannehill went down, mm-hmm. he was still transitioning from being one of the young players on the team to one of the veteran players on the team. And then, you know. Nah, he, he was went, already, he was already bum. He was already, that wasn't one of the options. Like, I be having these arguments with random folks, just like we are about Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, they give him the shits and his 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 game style is similar to me even though they have the same number but he reminds me of of philip rivers like how he plays yeah, yeah. yeah he reminds me of philip rivers, philip rivers reminds me because philip rivers has a nobody to this day was no think that philip rivers would be in the nfl just as long as uh peyton manning i mean uh, eli manning yeah no because his throwing style was wacky he he can't he was even though he was the number two pick in the draft, but the quarterback draft was not strong that year. Eli Manning was the yeah, clear him, cut yeah, first yeah. pick. So <clears throat> wait, were, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, Quarterback class is pretty Okay, heavy. They, they had Big Ben. They had <laughs> Big Ben too. They had Big too, Ben. I'm know? sorry. Let me take that back. Big Ben was a part of that draft as well. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> That's true. Everything else was fine. Everything was, else was like because I think who else was in there too? It was the guy uh who went for the Buffalo Bills. His last name was Lucas. Oh uh, no! Uh, oh, I know you're talking about the Tulane. He, he played Tulane. Yes. Yeah. yeah um, yes. Ray Lewis. No, 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 not Ray. Ray Lewis played for the Dolphins. No. Yeah. Uh, but not for long. <laughs> yeah. But to get to what I was saying is that Ryan Tannehill. A lot of people are going to be. I'm not going to be surprised. A lot of people are going to be surprised when they see him putting up numbers, and he's a he's a he's a he's the top p- passer in that division that year. Byron Leftwich was in that draft too. Yeah. Oh no! Wait, sorry, I have the wrong draft here. <laughs> <laughs> it was wait this was a wait what draft oh this is the year after i'm sorry this is the year before he was in the 04 draft yeah my bad here we go i'll tell you who was the quarterback there was eli manning uh larry fitzgerald was three philip rivers sean taylor uh go all the way down to ben uh, Buffalo. burger <coughs> jp lossman that's jp lossman and the only reason i know about jp lossman is because he was following uh he was following around uh, Eli Manning. So everywhere Eli Manning went, he was following him to show that he was a better quarterback. It was genius. His, his team did it. That's and he right. got drafted in the first round. Damn. He didn't last. Nope. But, you know, he he's not a J.P. Law. Deron Tannehill's not a J.P. Law. Matt like, Schaub was drafted during, during the combine? Yeah. During the combine? He, he, did follow a, he, he followed around. Everywhere Eli Manning went, he followed him around. Yep. That's awesome. That's so smart. It was, it was, a, it was a, a marketing tactic. Luke yeah. McCown was in that draft, too. Good quarterback. <laughs> but what round? He went like third round, something like that. Uh, Luke McCown was a fourth-round pick. Yeah, right? something Not like bad, that. bro. Not, not bad. We'd get excited for a fourth-round quarterback down here in Miami if we got one. So everybody who's on Ryan Tannehill and giving him a hard time about taking over his team, when you're the quarterback, you take over the team. If a running back misses a fucking block... You're just going to be, okay, I'm just, I'm just going to talk to him. No, you got to jump down his throat because he's a rookie. And look, bro, like, listen, you're not going to be the reason I miss another season. Yeah. Like, you're not going to pay my check. I got a question for you guys. If Ryan Tannehill does go down, which one of the two Jets other quarterbacks are we going to get? <laughs> we might get Teddy Bridgewater. He's a homegrown talent. Yeah. 
I like to see I Teddy, like man. Him. I like to see Teddy. Yeah. Uh, I feel so bad for him, man. Yeah, it's, I feel so bad for him, bro. And, and and prime example, okay, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater was showing so much promise in in the Vikings. They yeah. still let his ass go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they don't have a, they they let his ass go and let go the quarterback that almost took him to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then they went and got my man, the Kirk the Jerk Cousins. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> and and he's another guy that that a lot of commentators are not high on. Why the jerk? Bro, obviously why? That's because he's out there taking all that money. Yeah, man. Hey, more Kirk the too. jerk, bro. Jerk like, that guy. Yeah, but a lot of commentators don't Do think like he's the answer. Chicken? You guys like jerk chicken? What I had? I have Fuck jerk yes. vegetarian stuff. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. I love yeah. jerk chicken. That's like really spicy. Bro, I, I had, love that shit. Bro, it's this, it's this Jamaican vegan vegetarian restaurant right by uh, the Miami, the Hearts Rock Stadium. Uh-huh. Bro. They had a jerk. They had a jerk, like beef, like meatless beef. Uh-huh. I had to go to the people and say, "Yo, I think this is beef." They started <laughs> laughing at me. It was yeah. that good. Awesome. So to answer your question, yes, I like I like jerk chicken. I like, I don't know, I like man, jerk. I'm, I'm not big on the spices. Like oh, I love hot. it. No way, man. I love it. You know, spices are good for your body. Yeah. It, it the enzymes it helps with uh pooping. Um, it helps with healing. It That's makes awesome. me poop. Yeah, like salty foods help with your healing. That's why you know how you get a burn, like when you, they say go in salt water and it helps. That's the same way. I think I need me a Jamaican girlfriend. You might have three babies, bro. <laughs> three babies in two years. Gus's dream <laughs> woman is, is Jamaican for sure. I, uh, no, but, mulata. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter where yeah, she's Yeah, with, with the, the curly hair. No, I've, uh, yeah, spicy food makes me poop, like, just really bad. Yeah? Uh, yeah. That's, that's what's the reason I went vegetarian. I, had, I told you I had the, the sausage, black man sausage, that was extremely spicy. Oh yeah, 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 and it it I it destroyed me. Yeah. So I think everything makes me poop, though. I mean, I think everything you put in your whole stomach makes yeah. you poop. Duck bladder, the duck bladder thing, bro. I think that's how to describe it. My friend told me, you got a duck bladder, bro. It's like it goes in and right out. You, you ever had duck? Yes, I had it at Emeralds. Um, Emeralds? Yeah, before in, before they took it off the menu at in Universal Studios. Oh, nice. Um, it was really good. Because yeah, this was way before I went veggie. This was like in two thousand eight. Uh, I think I went to a, I went to a Thai restaurant and I had a. Um, Curry duck. Doing good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. yeah. It depends how they make it. They beat that meat. Oh, excuse me. If they tenderize the meat very good, it comes out really good because duck has like tough meat. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've, the weirdest thing I've eaten, I've, 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 I've tasted alligator. Oh, yeah. Gator's good. Gator was pretty good. Um, Never had frogs, man. I, I don't think I could do it. I've never had frogs. My mom has I'll that. Try it. My yeah. mom had. She said it tastes like chicken. I had frogs at uh, yeah. um, it's a place frogs? called it's a place called uh, Papados. Papados. I heard that. Yeah, Papados. It's it's a New Orleans thing, but it's in Atlanta, and I had it right when I moved to Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. It that. was good. Damn, I don't know frogs. I've had camel. I ate camel in the Middle East. That was oh, pretty that's weird. awesome. Um, How was it? It was nothing memorable. It was kind of weird. Was it rough? No, it wasn't no? rough. At least I would. I mean, it all you depends on how you cook it. You, you know? had a camel's hump. No, I had a burger, camel it burger. You ever, you ever heard? You ever heard some? It's called Wins. Wins. Yeah, that's what Ryan Tannehill's will be having all year. Wins. Uh, like all year. Wins. See what you did there. That was clever. I had me going. I'm like, wait, wins? That was genuine <laughs> wins. What? He's I'm gonna like, be having them, bro. I, I I want nothing more than this guy to to do it now. Um. Think about the, the fins here. Uh, no surprise here. Guess who's back on the injury list? Uh, Devontae Parker. Yeah, that guy. 
Broke his, oh. He broke his hand. That's something. Bro, he broke his hand and he broke his feelings and he's broken his whole ego. This guy has nothing. This guy's a shell, bro. This guy is gone. That's it. Wasted traffic. Never to recover. This goes back to what we were talking about before the show, which is I, I think there's two things in when it comes to, to sports that is very um, telling when you go back and look at a lot of different careers. One of it is timing and the other one is talent. You know, and in timing, it encompasses, you know, opportunity and luck and everything. But in general, timing, I think, is the, the word that best describes it because it's, it's not always an opportunity. Sometimes you're just lucky, you know, but it's, it's all about timing. And I think this guy maybe had all the talent that you could have, but the timing and the situation that he's in here has just not been favorable. Right, his for opportunity him. is there because he's already getting the opportunity. Yeah, so he can't he, use that. You're right. But he, the situation that he's in has just not. He's allowed. He's, he's, he's he hasn't luck. been able to flourish, bad man. Luck, man. He's, he's Mr. Glass, man. Yeah. That's what he is. He is Mr. Glass. And but it's, we can't get mad at him for that. It's not. It's not. Like I want to go break my hand today, and and it's not like he's trying to do that, bro. By the way, I put that that other movie, uh-huh. the the one that comes after Unbreakable. Yeah. Remember, you told me about it, right? Uh, Mr. Glass. No, no. Um, the one when the guy's no. uh, th- uh, like yeah. four or fifty different type of 23. yeah, twenty three. Yeah, I put yeah. it on my queue. I'm gonna you, watch it soon. Bro, you gonna fall in love with it? It's yeah. a very great movie. But like, but back to Parker. It's not like he wakes up and say, "Hey, you know, I don't want to pull my hamstring." Yeah, he's no, out there sure. trying to. Sh- every day he has something to prove because you know timing. he's a first round pick. Like I don't want to be a bust. Yeah, bad so, timing. You know bad timing. I just think what the Dolphins could have done, to be honest with you, is preserve him. Knowing that he's Mr. Glass. You see what the, uh, the yeah. New York Giants is doing yeah. when, what you call to tweak his hamstring? Uh, Saquon Barkley? Yeah. Uh, hey. Have, have a seat. Hey, hey sit down. Done. Relax. He, he was we'll like that. Remember, we'll relax. One. his rookie season, he hardly played because he was all injured and they kept, yeah. you know, they kept him on, on a, in a glass case on the sidelines. Some guys, I'm like, as an as, as organization, you have to realize who are your guys that you know that could potentially be fragile. Yeah. It's not their fault. They just they, they come into the NFL and get fragile. I'd be super. Fragile. So how do we preserve yeah. this guy? We preserve him to get him on the field. You know, the, you was, it was a receiver that came out of West Virginia that got drafted to the Chicago Bears. I can't. His last name is White. Oh yeah, Kevin White. Kevin White. Yeah, he has. We anything. haven't seen him same yet. Thing. He was in the same draft as uh, I think Devontae. Haven't seen him it's yet. That generation. Yeah. <laughs> haven't seen him Millennials, yet. Have man. you guys seen Millennials? Kickboxer with Van Dam. Bro, when I was a kid, yeah. Yeah, that was one of those classics. Yes. Do you remember how his sensei would strengthen his bones? Yeah. No. That's, that's what they, they, yeah, he used to hit him with something. Yeah. Like, yeah. He hit him with bamboo and yeah. he made him kick a palm tree. Yeah. 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 Like shutting down Parker up before the yeah. like you know he hasn't let Parker done do anything and like David Howard everybody's like yo he's killing it at practice he's killing it, <laughs> doing this but then you know first uh, that preseason game he got eaten up by the Bucks had a bad game David Howard all of a sudden mm-hmm. not locking down anybody not doing anything is it detrimental to a team when you're like you know obviously you from your playing days you're playing defense during the week against you know the offense and you really get to know all the tendencies you really get to study. Everything that, you know, that guy, when you're lining up across, uh, across what he's the field doing. for like Reggie Wayne and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but mm-hmm. when you're playing, and you really study those things, is it bad that to give a guy too much props or give somebody too much props on the defensive side for locking down somebody when they see that person every day and then they get exposed, you know, to someone new, slightly more talented? No, not really, because 
that's what you're supposed to do. If you see uh-huh. somebody enough every single day, you know their tendencies. You gotta, you gotta embarrass them. That's true. And you know that's why when certain teams play certain, you know, and within a division, they know their opponent. They know how to stop them and shut them down. Yeah. So what Howard's doing is what you're supposed to do when you're playing against a guy you see him every day and then you go play a team that you never see before yeah. and all you got is you don't have a preseason game. You just have what they're they're doing from last year and you just have to get an understanding of who the guy is that you're facing. You may get beat. They may go nine route the first play. Yeah. You didn't expect it. Okay. Happen. Move on. But based on, on what we've seen right now, what's more telling? Is it that David Howard just got exposed or is David Howard actually you know, like what, a, what? What is this? He just had a bad game. For? Just had a bad game. Just a bad game. Just a bad game. Preseason. Okay. Expect that. All right. All righty. Gus. Yeah. So there's some other teams in the uh, out here besides the Dolphins. Now, we've gone a little long on some of the stuff we've talked about. Yeah. I don't want to focus on every team, but I do want to hit up a, a couple of teams. Now I want to talk a little bit. <coughs> yeah. We, we we hit up the AFC East here. We're we're gonna stick with the Dolphins because looking at it on paper, nobody cares about the Jets, right? They got that weird quarterback situation where they have like three guys. Yeah, they got three. They're trying to trade. They're trying to trade uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah, Yeah, they got you know they got three guys there. It's not really gonna work out. Patriots are the Patriots. They're gonna you know sling it again. Mm -hmm. And the Bills. Who has a racist quarterback? Let's look at (laughs) let's look at the NFC East here. We got the Cowboys coming back. Red Washington Football Club. I don't like saying the word Redskins anymore, yeah, even though I just, just said, said it. it. Uh, <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles, defending Super Bowl champions, and team that our buddy Antro role played here for, uh, New York Giants. Who do you think? The New York Football the Giants. The New York Football Giants. Who do you think what? Who do you think has, like, the, the biggest, or who, do you, who are you expecting to really impress this upcoming season? That division is so deep. It's deep, man. Yeah. It's really, really oh, deep. We, I really wish we would have got intro input on that one. Well, we can it's, follow up with them again. Yes, it's that that everybody's going to say the Eagles just by default. Oh well, yeah, obviously you win a Super but you, Bowl. But but realistically, that's, that's not going to happen. No, realistically, it's not. The team I really think that walks out of this is the Cowboys. You think so? I really do. Well, okay. Yeah, they, they, they I really, really, really do. I can make a case for for the Giants here. Okay, check this out. Giants, you get uh-huh. Eli. If this Saquon Barkley is as good as advertised, or even close to as good as people advertised, people are saying he's going to be better than Ezekiel Elliott. If, he, if, he's, if he's as close to as good as advertised, Saquon Barkley could be exactly what Eli Manning needs. Every good quarterback yeah. needs a running Great game running to, to, to really expand the offense. You know, on yeah. defense, they, they still got some holes, but if you have a good offense, then it helps your defense. You know, if you have an offense that's out there eating up clock, keeps your defense, uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, rested. rested. If you're not turning it over so, so much. So that'll be a, a plus for them, but... It's scary to think because, you know, like I've already said Eli Manning is one of the better quarterbacks. He's better than that Aaron Rodgers guy. <laughs> if you give him with the weapons that, that he has, uh, Sterling Shepard. He's got Zobacco, weapons, man. He's got weapons, man. They got some ballers there. Now you have a legit threat at running back. Yeah. I, I think they could very well be very, very scary. And they have a first-round tight end they got from last year, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Um, oh, shit, what was his name? I forgot. Um, I'll try to pull that up. But then looking at the other teams, Philadelphia – to give it. They're, they're going to be really good. Carson yeah. Wentz is going to come back, and they're you know going to pick up right where he left off. At least that's what I feel. Um, see here, the oh. Redskins with Alex Smith. That's the one. Alex Smith. Yeah. As much as you don't like him, or as much as you like him, whatever. There's one thing that you can say about him. 
the dude wins wherever he goes. And he's yeah, consistent. Man. He's consistent. Yeah. What happens in the playoffs is a whole other story. You know, he's, he's it's not his wins. fault. It's not his fault, and he's had wins in the playoffs. You know, he was he he got to uh, NFC Championship game with the with the Forty Nineers and everything. But homeboy just knows how to win. He's super efficient. He's super just good at what he does. He's yeah. not gonna he wow. He he's not a ri- he's not a risk taker he's either. Not, yeah, he's exactly. not gonna impress you with some crazy, but he's gonna do it. So I can't help but think that Washington is gonna get better. And and this is and you and made they a great, got weapons too. And I am I'm I'm a firm believer this year. He's gonna really say, "Fuck it, I'm about to gunsling." Yeah. Because that division, bro, you gotta take chances. Yeah. You can't play safe. You can't play super. Fit. The Eagles proved it. The, yeah. the coach said it. Like, look, we're not playing. We're not playing to lose. We're playing to win. Absolutely. So when I'm up, I'm still playing to win. And Alex Smith showed last season that he can't go deep. This thing, yeah, he can. He can. Alex yeah. Smith has all the tools yeah. of Aaron Rodgers. I think more telling than than, than he can go deep, and, and we'll get to your Aaron Rodgers point. Hmm? I think even more telling than he can go deep is that he showed he can, you know, not go deep and beat you like he did. Yeah, he, he can play small ball, which is even yeah. which huh. is even tougher. You know, I can sling it out deep and let my guy try to catch it, or I can totally, you know. Make you think I'm gonna go deep the whole game and not just think it's dunk and, and still win. Yeah. But yeah, so you're saying he's got a similar skill set to Aaron Rodgers? Yeah, they do because when they both came out of college, Aaron Rodgers was not a runner in college. He was really his quarterback style was really yeah, traditional. Yeah. yeah, he he changed it up when he got into the NFL. Uh, uh, Alex Smith has been the same since day one, mm-hmm. coming out of uh, Urban Meyer's uh, offense. Yeah, it helped him transition to NFL. If I, I'm a firm believer that. The Redskins and the Cowboys can be the – I don't see the Eagles doing it. The Cowboys are the Redskins because Alex Smith has a lot to prove. They gave him new money too. Yeah. They gave him new money. So he's, he's, he's been on three different teams, and each team he's been on except one because that team he went to the playoffs with, that was really Callan Kaepernick's. Yeah. He took them to the playoffs. Each year he's with the Eagles, he's been to the playoffs. I mean, oh, no, Colin, Colin Kaepernick took Alex Smith's team. He's the one who replaced Alex Smith. Te- yeah. Technically, yeah, but he yeah. played more games than Alex Smith that year, so they wanted to yeah. give it to but him. But the year before, he went to an NFC championship with us. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, no, he it's true. And the other thing, I think the real very subtle move that happened this offseason I think is also very impressive, uh, Cowboys, man. Mm-hmm. Addition by subtraction. Exactly. I think it's very telling that getting rid of Dez yeah. – and the fact that he still hasn't found a home, and they're talking about him going to Cleveland and everything, this, it shows a lot, man. Like, yeah. I like Dez. I thought he was good. I hated him in fantasy. He killed a fantasy team I had a couple years ago, but I stayed away from him last season. But keeping that in, in mind, the fact that he, you know, like it's, it's, it's showing now. It's very telling that the dude was more of a problem than what, you know, people thought because how many are going to do just fine? They're yeah. going to be oh, a yeah. run-first team. Just give it to Zeke, 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 and then you're just going to ding and duck, and you don't have that guy taking up, you know, all that uh, that attention anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. And he wasn't really a factor anymore. Oh, you know, he, he became a fun. possession receiver. Yeah. Um, and I, I, had a, I had a talk with a couple of my high school kids when I was coaching about big, strong receivers don't last long in the NFL. Shifty guys last longer. When yeah. you think of Edelman, when you think of Amadola, when you think yeah. of Austin, when you think of the shifty guys, they last longer. When you yeah. think of guys who wants to go out there, like I don't see uh, 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 Landry, him yeah. and they, they're similar guys, yeah. and that's why the Dolphins probably didn't want to pay him that money. But here's my here's my concern with the Cowboys, though. I'm gonna read you some names here: Cole Beasley, Noah uh-huh. Brown, Katie Cannon, Cole uh, Darren uh, Darren Carrington, you know Cole Michael Beasley? Gallup, Alan Hearns, 
Rick June. Oh shit, I didn't hear. Yeah. Yeah, he got up from Jacksonville. Lance Lenore, okay. These are dude, no none of these quarter uh, receivers other than um than the Alan Hurd, uh-huh. who's he's the only one here who's had a thousand yard receiving season who's capable of it. None of these guys have had any success. Cole Beasley's a slot receiver. Yo, Cole Beasley reminds me of the pirate guy from Dodge, from Dodgeball. Yes. Yes, he does. I was watching Dodgeball too yeah. the other day because they had the whole. Uh, mm-hmm. They showed it on on ESPN the other day because yeah, yeah, the whole a- ESPN the Ocho. Yeah. But that's the one thing. You're you're gonna ask a lot out of Dak Prescott, who I think is a very good quarterback. But you're gonna ask a lot of him <coughs> to make these receivers look good and for them to make him look good. You know. They have a chemistry already, though. They have a chemistry. Him and the, the the first three Hearns. No, no Jason Witten either. Yeah, that's true. That was his. That was his. That's that was true, his go-to man. guy. You know, if if somehow the defenses realize or pick apart how to stop Zeke, I think their whole system can really be effective. This this is if where Zeke is pumping and he's going and he's you know eating his food like he does the stupid meme where he's like just stuffing his face. Talking about talking about Jarvis Landry. They're showing him on TV right now, getting into it with. Uh, Terrence Mitchell threw a football at him. Terrence Mitchell punched yeah. him in the face. They're going to show no hard knocks, I guarantee you. Yeah. But what I was so Dak Prescott wants to get paid top money, right? Yeah. yeah. This year is going to be the reason why he gets paid top money. Well, if he if he makes those receivers look good, um, Cole Beasley is going to be his go-to guy. That's going to be a point given. Yeah. His slot guy. His slot guy is going to be his point go-to guy because Des Bryant was not getting anything out there. Yeah. So well, where 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 else in the NFL is your is your go to guy your slot guy and you could say Edelman but he also has Gronk you yeah. know as a real go to guy but you know he's gonna go to Edelman or Amadola or these smaller guys Amadola's with the Dolphins did you see yeah I know but when he was there okay saying, like traditionally you would think that did you see who the Patriots signed also by the way no you didn't see who the Patriots picked up the last week no another white receiver really who yeah Eric Decker oh my god such he's oh. so perfect for that team. That's a little sneaky pickup, dude. Eric Decker's really good. You saw what he did when he was with uh, Peyton in They got Denver. Braxton Berrios, yeah. too. Over they there. got Braxton Berrios. They got Edelman. Good they job, I forget who the other guy is. Dude, there's just, if you're white and you can catch a ball, hey, we got a spot. When you, Bill actually, Belichick comes to, to your university just to work you out personally. Yep. Well, that was, that, was, that was like super telling. Like, it, that was like the worst kept secret was that, that he was there. That team is the, the guards from the longest yard. <laughs> like, like we're gonna get you because you remind me of this guy who we, who we let go to a team down here. Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you his name, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> I'll tell you, dude. Let me see if I can pull up the uh, roster here. For you know, when you think about the rookie quarterbacks one. this year, uh, you know, Barkley, Rosen, Donald, and Allen. Mm-hmm. Now, who do you think is gonna start first? Okay, so from the the, this draft class, you got Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen, Sam Darnold, and Allen for Buffalo. Out of all those four guys, who do you think start first? I think the guy who's going to get the first start is going to be Allen in Buffalo, although he shouldn't because he's still a little more raw. But they have nobody. What about Sam Darnold for the Jets? Darnold, they're probably – like eventually you're going to hear the calls. He's a little more ready for the NFL right now, but eventually you're going to hear the calls. But I don't think week one – no, you think, know, because they got Bridgewater, they got McCown. Bridgewater might not beat her. Yeah, but even with McCown, he can uh, he <coughs> can <coughs> manage. You know what I mean? He's still, about, yeah, he's still McCown. gonna he's gonna do his stuff. And the smart play in in New York would be not to play Darnold. Rosen is behind Bradford now over there. Who's you know he's got something to prove. He's another he, jerk. Yeah, <laughs> another jerk, man. <laughs> Super jerk. Uh, but then with uh, with 
um, Baker, you know, if we look at that schedule, we saw that they could easily go 0-4. You saw his first preseason game? No, I didn't He see played it. fantastic. Yeah, yeah Baker Mayfield. Yeah. 11, like 17 for 23 for like 200 and some yards, two touchdowns. Oh, we'll see, we'll see. By the way, uh, Lemon City Live will be at the next home game for the Miami Dolphins, their That's preseason right. game against the, uh, what is that, Baltimore? Is Baltimore. Baltimore? Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, Baltimore Ravens on the 25th, I think it's next Friday. Is it? Yes. Something like that. Um, anyway, the, uh, but I think we, we, we mentioned it earlier when we were talking about the Browns. If they go 0-4. Baker Mayfield's going to. I think it's Baker time. All right, let me, I'm glad you made that point. Let me get this I think it's Baker time. If they, Baker if, acted. If, if, Baker if, acted. If, <laughs> if they are 3-1, and one, Taylor Stills quarterback. Oh, for sure. They're 2-2. Two yeah. and two, Taylor's still a we're, 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 we're talking about a transition. One if, and three. If they're two and two, that means they've won 200% yeah. more games than they've ever won. They, no, yeah, they're, they're still, they're still on a bubble. He's yeah. still on a bubble, with t- depending on how his play is. Even if one and three. One and three, he's out. Been, no, he's not, out. No, one and three, he's Taylor out. Taylor will still be quarterback. No, one, one and three. Th- all right, it depends, it depends when the first win happens. If the first win happens after the second loss. Uh, it has to happen at home. It has to happen. At, it, it, it has to, bro. Yeah. It has to happen at home. But if he's one and three, they're they're making a transition. Oh, and four is a given. Let's see. We talk about the free beer on the show, or like when we were just talking shit. I don't remember. Talked a lot today. No, if if yeah. you guys don't know, the Browns, they I win their first. Here, you know, but, yeah, because yeah, we're drunk ourselves. We're drunk. <laughs> they win their first game. The whole entire stadium gets free beers. So that's wine. an incentive to go watch the Browns. <laughs> if you were in Cleveland, go and watch a game. You might get a free beer. Don't drink the avocado wine. Uh, wow, it's, looking, it's not even green. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Braxton Berrios, um, Eric Decker, Julian Edelman, Chris Hogan, another white guy. Oh man, always that was the other one. Seven Eleven. Yeah. All white committee. All white. Seven Eleven. I'm always that's open. Crazy man. And then Gronk, of course. Yeah, look, it's like whiter than the White House. And they all get it done too. Yeah, bro. They all get it done. I respect every single one. I don't know too much about Braxton, but playing at Miami, he was a a, a thicker Amendola. Big time plays at Miami. Yeah, his last year he did. He definitely showed up last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, that man. So anyway, that's uh, that's uh, something. I forgot where I was going with this, but <laughs> <laughs> but it is a little late night here with Lemon City Live, and uh, it has been good. Now we're gonna wrap up the show here. Yeah. But I do want to say a couple of quick little stuff. Bye-bye, Justin Bohr. It was bye-bye. nice knowing you. Yeah, man. But good for him. He's going to Philly. Good Rest in peace. Thanks for eating your donuts Thanks with us. Thanks for eating your donuts with us. Always a class act. I, I'm going to miss that lead pipe on the on-deck circle. That was, that was such a fun moment, though, when you ate that donut. Oh, yeah. That was oh, super good. So fun. And every time I see it, I always want donuts. I fucking love donuts. Me too. So good. Anyway, um, but yeah, good for him. He's going to Philly. It's a first-place team. So yeah, he's man. got a chance to be competitive because yeah. it's, it's going to be a tough season. Um, where it's been a tough season, it's going to be a tough few seasons. But I do want to say... Marlins have definitely overachieved, though. Marlins are overachieved, but I feel like right now they're throwing in the towel with all these uh, trades and this and that, and now they're like, like, okay, we we overachieved enough, then now we're just going to go into full tank mode. For sure. Um, So I don't want to see that. And uh, in some quick news and notes here, Dwayne Wade uh, reiterates that the Heat only, if I play a game of basketball this year, it will be in a Miami uniform. So I guess there goes all that China rumors. China! Um, in soccer news, okay, the uh, Premier League kicked off last week. I was uh, watching it with uh, my buddies down at Fado uh-huh. with the South Florida Blues. It was a lot of fun. Um, something happened in soccer, and I'm just going to mention it real quickly before we go. That Wayne Rooney play. Oh, that was awesome. That was not awesome. That was like 
maybe there's got to be a word that's better than awesome. Like it, Super it deserves awesome. double awesome, you know? It, deserves, it was a spooner. Yeah, no, but this is... It was spooner-worthy, bro. It, well, for sure it was spooner-worthy, but even that is not enough. Like, really? Damn. Bro, think about this. This is a Rooney who's like... Wa- like you, you think he's in the twilight of his career, right? Yeah, no, but he put his head down and he went in, bro. Holy Dude, shit. He, that, the way he chased down the game... Remember, there's an empty goal because they were pressing everybody. It's the 96th minute of the game. Yeah. They're pressing everybody up. The ball goes out to midfield. This guy is running... And homeboy, and the 90th minute, I don't know what minute he came into the game or if he started the game. I don't think he started the game because he still got that energy at the end. Impressive. Yeah. No, but he chases this guy down, does the perfect tackle, right? Gets up, picks up where he left off, dribbles a little bit up, chest passes midfield, looks up and says, yo, Hail Mary, Aaron Rodgers style. Yeah. Throws it deep, Acosta heads it in for his, uh, for his <coughs> yeah, to complete his hat trick, and they end up winning the game 3-2. Sorry, Orlando City been a rough season man oh yeah rough season for orlando i don't think they're not going to make the playoffs they've lost i don't know how many games in a row now or or so many games out of so many games and you know that's just yeah. been losses even though even though the women's side the women's side has are, been yeah the pride has been they're still they're holding on that final playoff spot but that but team is way too talented holy shit man they, they've dropped points in six out of their last eight matches man it's been tough so but anyway uh you know heads up to that stay uh stick with us because uh lemoncitylive.com we got some new content we're going to have, by the time this goes out tomorrow, you're listening to this, I hope to have um, the first edition of the 2018 set of Lemon Ciders Fantasy Facts, which that's is one of my right. favorite segments that we do here. TD, that's uh, our, uh, our sports writer, um, our fantasy football guy. Chris writes a, a couple of weekly columns for us. Okay. And they're awesome. Chris. They're called Fantasy Facts. Fantasy Chris. I met him already. Yeah, yeah. you met him. Fantasy, and uh, we, we call it Fantasy Facts, you know, it's because yeah. uh, what's more factual than something in fantasy? He's a guru. But so anyway, yeah, stay tuned for that. That's going to be fun. Keep keep mm-hmm. with the, the cheap seats that we got going on. We got Dolphins coming up. We got FIU. The seasons are really gearing up now. We're going to have a lot more coverage of, uh, of all the other sports that are going on. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited about this. We got some big soccer games coming up. Yeah, we got a Venezuela, Colombia, and Peru. Colombia. That's, that's, when is that? That's Venezuela, Colombia? Up. September something. They're both in September. Yeah, that's the beginning of September. I think I'm going to be in town for that because I'll be out of town. Yeah. My ass is going to be <laughs> taking selfies <laughs> in Paris. And then uh, where nice. else am I going? I'm going to go to Paris. Somewhere that we can't go. Yeah, man. <laughs> Far away from you guys. So it'll be fun. Uh, but it's gonna, that's coming up sometime next month. But anyway, uh, thank you, TD. Again, congrats on, on your accomplishments. You know, all you need is a chance. And that's your proof right there. Hey, you know, life, this baby. Is, this that's is our true. chance here. We're making it happen. Yo, MTV Raps. Thank you, Gus, for holding it down. Thank Antro, thank Antro Roll. Thank everybody for listening. Thank everybody who chimed in and sent us questions. Uh, it was a great show. Had a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank you, guys. And uh, good night.